Eric, how you doing? Yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you? Good, good. How's your habits? Are they powerful? <laughs> uh, they don't always feel powerful. <laughs> they feel like they're uh, constantly in flux. Are you starting your Which, own aluminum company soon? or Maybe do some marketing or uh, toothpaste. I hear toothpaste is hot right now. You have to give it a tingly feel because it really yeah. helps. What do you want to talk about today? Well, you know, one thing that's been on my mind lately has been um, making decisions quickly. Uh, oftentimes, I've been in situations where I need to make a decision, and I end up spending way too much time analyzing it and worrying about it, as opposed to necessarily doing doing it quickly. Um, and I've kind of learned a few things along the way as far as like how to do that and how to not necessarily look back um, and regret any of those decisions that I might make. <coughs> um, so I don't know, what do you do in those kind of situations where you need to, you need to decide something in a, in a hurry? Well, I think I heard you mention two things. One of them was how to make des- decisions quickly. And then I, you, I think you just mentioned at the end there, like, how not to uh, worry or how to get over a decision once you've made it. Yeah, exactly. You want to treat those as like two different things? Yeah, sure. Let's let's focus on that first part, um, making decisions in a hurry and how to do that. What are your thoughts on that specifically? Okay. Well, actually, um, recent, very recently, I've been seeing uh, people talking about this book. It's... Uh, kind of new. I think it came out last year called the five second rule. Um, it kind of made me think about something that my cousin taught me in college, um, probably in 1999, 2000 ish. Um, he and I were roommates and he applied it to, if I want to make new friends, meet new people, or, um, maybe even start talking to someone at a party or a bar or something like that, um, or in class. Um, he said, just make your decision within five seconds. Just like, as soon as you think about going over and talking to someone, just start counting one, two, three, four, five. And if you're not walking over there to actually start the conversation, then just move on, forget about it. Like, don't worry about it anymore. That's really, that's really good. Cause I've, I've still run into situations like that. Oh yeah. And it's funny at the time it's, it was very much focused on um, him knowing I'm a pretty introverted person. Um, still am. I've done a lot better over the years by applying this rule and just putting myself out there um, despite my awkwardness most of the time. Uh, however, it seems totally pertinent to other parts of life, um, even like getting dressed or business decisions, um, just time boxing, like giving yourself a very small amount of time, especially if it's something that is just kind of like a of the moment, like I want to do this. Um, you know, if you really want to do it and it's important enough, give yourself five seconds. And if you don't do it by then, if you don't muster up the courage or it just isn't that high of a priority, then 
treat it as it wasn't meant to be and move on. Now, about a year ago, there's this book published called The Five Second Rule, um, which it's not a new concept, but it's been talked about a lot recently in social media and uh, like um, entrepreneurship uh, Facebook pages and groups and stuff like that. So it's kind of becoming popularized, even though that's something that my cousin taught me nearly 20 years ago, uh, which I think is kind of curious. Um, but the book, um, which maybe we can include this in the show notes. I've never actually read the book. Um, I just heard people talking about this book. That's really good. That's titled the five second rule. It's by Mel Robbins, but, um, from what I little I know about it, it's a similar sort of thing. You just give yourself a very small amount of time when you want to do something. And then if it doesn't happen, then move on. It's really good. I like that um, rule a lot. I think it's important to know that not every decision is the most important decision. And understanding like what's your priorities when it comes to the decision being made or the decision overall, if you know what I mean. So like understand what's important and one thing I do is like making a list of what are the factors in making this decision um, and then not fr- fretting too much over lower priority decisions. And I think those are two main keys when it comes to uh, decision making is listing out what are the factors and realizing how unimportant that decision actually is and making it. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I feel like a lot of decision making um, actually Another thing that is talked about a lot that um, I haven't put a lot of thought into, but I hear a lot of people say it. So um, there's this idea that we only have so much willpower or decision-making power in any given day. Um, So don't spend your time thinking about like what to wear and sorts of things. So in a lot of productivity conversations, you'll hear recommendations like just wear the same clothes every day wear this or eat the same meals. Um, I don't know, buy soylent, like get into these routines or habits where you're not making decisions to free yourself up to make other more important decisions that are actually uh, giving you more value uh, either to yourself, business or whatever is important. Um, I, I think that the spirit is the same in both the five second rule and trying to get rid of these decisions. It's trying to steer away from the fretting over a decision. It's it's not the decision itself. Like once you make a decision on what to wear, I mean, you're over it in one or two seconds. It it doesn't take any time at all, but it's exactly it's that analysis paralysis, like, eh, do I really want to be wearing purple with my blue pants and, you know, overthinking can really lock you up and prevent you from making what should be relatively easy decisions. Yeah. I think like, I love that term analysis paralysis. I remember hearing that about 10 years ago and just like, yeah, a lot of people make these think these decisions are the most important thing in the world. And like, in the end, it's not really, it's not really that important. Not really that, uh, people don't care. Like, I I think like one of the things I've realized is a lot of people don't notice a lot of the things that you may notice. And, um, keeping that in mind and how low of a priority certain things are, I think is, 
is really, really good and a good habit to get into. Yeah. Um, so do you have any, uh, any other recommendations or any things you do to practice that? Um, <clears throat> I think one of the things to always, uh, think about when making decisions that involve like a purchase or a product or try it in its most minimal way, uh, whether that's talk to someone, whether that's see if they actually follow up with you and they call you back, <clears throat> maybe get other people to give you references or their own stories. Um, understand, of course, like when you get references, a lot of times those references will only be the positive ones. So that's not necessarily the best thing, but it's better than nothing. And I think thing is like call various companies, call various services, email them. And if they're not emailing you back, if they're not calling you back, that's just an indication of like, they're not going to be any better um, when, when it comes to actual time that you might need help or might need to get a hold of someone. Um, and so I think that's one thing to, to point out is <clears throat> try to get a little bit of a a taste of that experience before making a decision. You'll be surprised at how many services and products that will actually filter out because uh, people are just so busy um, and they're going to be busy for you when you actually use them as a service. Mm -hmm. um, and then that goes to saying, like, if you pick anything, make sure you pick something that um, has some sort of try period period or a cancellation fee of some sort. Because um, and, and actually use it like within the 30 days, if you're not satisfied, let them know. Most companies don't really care um, and are willing to give you the money back or, you know, aren't going to bill you until then. So take like advantage, take advantage of that when you can. Right. Yeah. It's almost like the five second rule applied to using a product or a service. Right. You yeah. have this very narrow trial window. So decide to use it, take advantage of it or else you are going to find out that you're going to be paying for this and you're kind of stuck with that decision until um, you have some other opportunity to move on, which is probably going to be a bigger challenge. Yeah. And I mean, obviously consider when you start a trial that you will end up pay paying an amount of money and that should definitely be part of your decision process. But um, yeah, just go into it thinking this is a trial. This is you're trying this out make it part of your lifestyle, make it part of your overall doing things. And that'll give you a good indication of what it's going to be like um, when you actually use the service. What other, do you have any other thoughts on this particular topic? Um, you touched on this a little bit, but um, when you're reaching out to other people, uh, maybe you could, um, I recommend also looking a little bit more broadly and seeing um, which well-known or well-established companies have been doing or using something, whether it's a product or it's a system or a technique um, or something re like relevant to your decision. Um, see if any big players are using it as well, because they have the money and the resources to actually pick and choose these at their discretion and it, they're not going to want to stick with something that is going to take a lot of their time and a lot of their resources. So they'll, they'll have practice that trying, trying something out. And then if it doesn't work out well, move on to something better. And so, you know, if there's something you're deciding to use and it maybe looks like the latest and greatest, make sure that the latest and greatest is also something that other people are using and sticking with. 
Or just keep in mind that it's an experiment. If you're using something that is the latest and greatest, just know it could fall by the wayside um, pretty quickly, whether that's because certain features are not working correctly or they don't have the money to maintain themselves. There's always that problem when it comes to to services and, and new companies and new, the latest and greatest, so to speak. Yeah, actually, uh, that that gives me an idea. Um, so especially in technology, there's not really a concept of permanence. The, um, the scene is always changing. There's always newer technologies that are improving on stuff that's already out there. Um, I think decisions in general could be thought of that way. Uh, there's, there's very few situations where once you make a decision, there is no going back. Um, sometimes it's really, really painful to go back, but that's something you can incorporate into your decision. Kind of like what you said, look for trial periods, cancel cancellation fees, um, other indicators of like how, how making a particular decision may positively or negatively affect you. I think that's just something else to keep in mind is that while I generally discourage fretting over a decision for a long period of time, I think it's also okay to realize that you can make a decision and then reevaluate it in a little bit of time, like a month or six months or one year, maybe even five years. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. I think that's really, really good thing to keep in mind. It's like nothing is forever, especially when you're young, you kind of think, okay, this has to last for 10 years. But uh, just thinking of all the companies locally or on the internet that have lasted um, yeah, nothing lasts forever. I think that's something that I've been thinking about quite, quite a bit when I, especially when it comes to technology. Yeah. And especially, I mean, we both do software development. So when using technologies, something that you can consider is ways to incorporate that technology that make it easier to switch to something else. Um, like providing some glue between whatever software you're using and, the software that you're developing to make it easier to swap something in and out. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Anything else you want to talk about when it comes to this topic? I think something else that I have put into practice is trying to remember decisions that I've already made in the past and especially either the like extremely important ones or the ones that were just not very important at all. Remember the decisions and um, keep those in mind when they come up or they come up in a similar sort of way in the future. Um, just just to simplify your decision making process, it's easier to say, oh, I did this. I like this is really similar to something I did five years ago. And here's what I did. Um, not only does it help you repeat decision making and make it go faster, it's also something that you can uh, provide to friends, family, um, like colleagues who are also trying to make decisions. You know, it's a little bit of an anecdotal advice that ties back to what you were saying of like, look out, look for references and, um, see who's made like picked a product or made some kind of a decision and see what they think about it. So, um, those are ways that we can all also educate each other and help each other make decisions a little faster. Yeah. I think always keep in mind who, what somebody else um, maybe is doing and um, see if perhaps um, 
there's uh, somebody somebody who's gone through this experience and kind of listen to that and see how that might be helpful to you um, before just jumping ahead. Because people people have made these decisions before, whatever they are, and so it's always good to to go on what other people and what other experience um, has has taught them. Um, and so, what about you? Do you have other other things that you've put into practice for making decisions? Uh, yeah, just listing out priorities, listing out what are the factors, and understanding you know if it's not that important of a decision. Uh, don't worry too much about it. If it is, make sure that there's an out or there's a way to get out of it um, before before moving um, moving with something else. So that's kind of basically my practice and what I've been doing, um, and I've learned over the over the years. Have you ever had challenges prioritizing? Yeah, I think like the the biggest problem and this phrase has been used a lot is the things you don't know that you don't know. And I always feel like that's kind of the biggest worry is what are the things that I don't know that I don't know when it comes to something that's completely green and something I've never used before. And so, um, that I think is the biggest challenge and that's where, that's where coming in and asking people who've had experience with this and who've dealt with this and what they've done. I think that's the best way of doing it. So, uh, something else that I've, have applied in that similar sort of situation. Um, especially, you know, you don't always know what's going to happen. And I guess something that I tend to do is think of worst case scenarios. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe it's just human nature that we go this negative route, but, um, two things. So like, what is the worst that could happen by making a decision? Um, and then try and intentionally uh, think of the positive, even if that worst case scenario happens, like, what are you still getting out of making that decision? Whether it's even just as basic as a learning opportunity or a story to tell the friends to maybe steer them away from making that same decision. Um, there's still some kind of a, a positive side, even when you make a bad decision. Um, are, are those the types of things that you're thinking about or, uh, do you do any of that as well? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great way to put it. It's like, think about what's the worst case scenario and what's actually the best case scenario. Because that'll teach you a lot about, like, what's the repercussions of this decision? Is it good? Is it bad? Um, I even think, I would even think, like, thinking about what the best case scenario is just as valuable because you want to understand like what you're actually getting yourself into. I think one thing is like, okay, like taking a certain job, for instance, like what's the best case scenario with that? Is it worth it? Is it really going to fix all your problems and keeping that in mind? Ooh, that seems like it'd be really valuable in identifying the priority of right. a decision too. Like right. if the exactly. best case scenario actually doesn't turn out to be that great when you answer that question, maybe this, uh, decision isn't as high a priority or important as you thought it was originally. Right. Right. Cool. I like exactly. that. Cool. Hmm. Um, Can I ask you uh, one more thing? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, on the flip side of this, there is the, uh, the whole like overthinking um, a decision and you just get stuck on it. So do you have any strategies or is there anything that you do to kind of, kind of, realize when you're doing that to kind of kick you out of that, that pattern? Um, 
I think usually what ends up happening is some other decision needs to be made. And then I realize how low priority the first decision I had to make uh, was. So, for instance, like, oh, I got to decide, like, what to wear. And then it's like, oh, I got to decide, um, you know, what, uh, uh, how we're going to pick up the kids from school. Well, it's a little bit more important who picks up the kids from school than it is um, than, it, than it is to decide what I wear exactly. So, you know, that usually is the way it works. It's like something more important comes up. It's like, oh yeah, you know, that first one was, uh, was not exactly uh, as important to make of a decision. Like a uh, natural urgency of things in your immediate future. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That totally happens. Uh, how about <laughs> yourself? Um, something very recent. I don't know if this is going to stick or it's just been a fluke that somehow my maybe maybe bored with myself mind is trying to figure out is um very mundane decisions where uh like where to go for lunch sorts of things someone will propose a place and then you have two or three other people who are like eh, maybe we could go to this place or i'm not feeling that so um i've caught myself when I'm doing that wishy-washy, like I say something and then I'm like, well, actually, let me think about this. You know, when I pause and start doing that, um, I've started catching myself, you know, like consciously stopping myself and just saying, like, stop it, Eric. And then just stick with your first decision. You know, this is lunch. Like, it's a meal. It's going to give you calories and nutrients. So why are you even spending one extra minute thinking about this decision. Yeah. I think like yesterday we're, we're, my wife and I were trying to figure out what to do for lunch and we're both, we're like not enthusiastic about anything. And it was just like, well, what's the most convenient and quick, like maybe necessarily the best tasting food is not the most important factor. Maybe it's like convenience and cheap and healthy is like another factor that would help us decide. And we're happy with what we made. So, um, I think like, yeah, that's what's important is like, maybe there are certain factors that are more important that can help you decide. Cause at the end of the day, it's like making the decision is more valuable with a lot of these than it is necessarily spending more time on the decision. I think that's something people need to keep in mind is, are you better off making a decision quickly than you are taking a longer time to make the decision? And sometimes it's just better. You're better off making a decision quickly. Um, than it is spending time analyzing it for the absolute perfect choice that you can make. Yeah. And would you rather spend those five minutes uh, rounding up some friends to go to lunch with you? Or would you rather spend those five minutes uh, like anxiously trying to think of a slightly better alternative to the place that you initially thought of? Right. Yeah, exactly. You're never going to get those five minutes back. So (laughs) which way would you prefer to spend them? Thank you for listening to the OK Productive Podcast with Leo Dion and Eric Gillespie. Music provided by Elisha Fitchcook. You can follow us on Twitter at OK Productive as well as our Facebook page. Be sure to subscribe to OK Productive wherever you listen to podcasts, and we'll catch you soon.